Man, probably a fun fact on me is that I like you to don't. read. Like I, I, I like to read. That's 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 a lost art nowadays. <laughs> oh, my great uncle is uh, Jesse Owens. He won four gold medals in 1936. Yeah. I always want to leave people with this, man, to all the viewers and everybody out there, man. Make sure you guys finish the story. Make sure you guys finish your journey because somebody's going to need it. Yeah. All you got to do is push the bad button. That's all you got to do. Push the bad <laughs> Try not to think about the future too much so you can maximize the now. Who's the favorite rap artist? Man, to be honest, it's crazy. Tupac always been my number one, right? Like, he got, he got he got me through so much stuff, but Lil Wayne has been in the modern day. I said, what does it really take? What does it really take to be great, Drew? And he looked at me, he was like, you really want to know? And he was like, to be honest, everything you did to get here, you need to be consistent times 10. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing today? Welcome to the Sports Chatter Show. It's your boy, Coach Lee. It's Tuesday night. We're back at it like we're mad at it. Time to run something with you guys. Run one with you guys. With that being said, what's up, Uncle Leroy Jr.? What's up, Larry? Hey, man. Hey, I'll tell you, I appreciate how you do the intro, man. But look, it's the dude Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior laid back lounging. You know what I'm saying? This is how we're doing on this Tuesday. On the sports chatter show, where we talk about the hottest topic in sports talking friends uh, Facebook group and in our brother group sports talking smack. Man, let's get it on. We got some topics today. How's it going, man? We do got some topics today. This first one, man, it's been heated. It's only been up for probably about eight, maybe nine hours. Hey, you, you did it. You did it. You did it. Oh, I think I already know what you're talking about. So I'm glad you. Look, I'm jumping out the car, y'all, this one. <laughs> hey, everybody likes to do them. Start a little spy, start a little shit, then flap. So with that being said, man, this one called Too Far. Oh. Wow. Look familiar, huh? Yeah, <laughs> this the one. <laughs> Damn, man, just mm. Damn, <laughs> look, even in reverse, or like you rewind it. Mmm. <laughs> Damn, that's like that's like hit stick type stuff, man. <laughs> But look, I can watch that over and over with my son and be like, hey, boy, don't you ever let nobody do this to you. <laughs> Man. But I heard, like, like that the coach took some slack. Then he got fired. He got fired because of that? He got fired because of that. He's a, Obviously, he's a voluntary coach, but stuff like that, he'll probably never be able to work in youth sports again. True, true. That definitely tarnishes thing. But, you know, like, I don't know, but what was crazy because I, you know we posted in the group uh, that was one of the hottest posts, and I seen that. So the NFL players are calling it child abuse. I saw some people call it that essentially as child abuse. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, that sounds like that. Well, you, you know, I'm pulling you were speeding, but not technically. 
what, what does that mean? Is essentially stuff like you know what I mean? It's hot as cold. I don't know this lukewarm stuff, man. What do you mean, child abuse essentially? Well, that was somebody said. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was child abuse on my side. Definitely bad coaching, not child abuse. <laughs> all, right, all right. So before we get, you know, before we get to some of the comments, you know, how what, how do you feel about? How do you feel about that hit? Or the Well, first of all, the hit is the hit. And you know, one kid went to try to tackle the other kid went to try to advance the ball. Everybody, you know, what I'm saying doing their role. Now, the drill itself, the way it was set up, trash. reason why I say that is at that angle, there's no way that kid is going to be prepared enough to get over in front of that dude and brace himself to either attack on, on, on the defensive side of the ball or to brace himself for the offensive contact. No time to do that. But that was like a modified drill, you know. I've seen that. I, you know, I've done when I was playing youth sports. So I mean, like, was that like Oklahoma drill? Was it Nebraska, LSU? Like, what does that drill come from? That looks similar to the Oklahoma drill, but you know, I can only equate to what I've been exposed to. Is usually, you know, what I'm saying, you got the dummies on the outside somewhere. You got to stay between those dummies. You can't run outside of there. Sometimes it could be three on three, two on two, or one on one in this situation. And the object of the game is to advance the ball or stop the man from advancing the ball. But that usually has always been head up, ready for the impact, ready for the collision, not running from an angle. And then, because about the time that they went now, about the time the, the, the um, one defender got to the point of attack, the other dude already had a full head of steam. Right. So there's no way he's going to be prepared for that. Agree, fact, fact. So you know, a lot of you know, a lot of people been talking about you know, it's the head collisions, and you know, they're afraid, you know, like um, you know, of the injury the concussion rate. So you know, we found this article. It's on uh, news newsrooms.uw.edu. So new research from University of Washington Medicine, Sports, Health, and Safety Institute, and Seattle Children's Research Institute found concussion rates among Football players ages 5 to 14 were higher than previously reported, with 5 out of every 100 youth, or 5%, sustaining a football-related concussion each season. So what do you think about that? So you think drills like that help, you know, I mean, not going to say help, you think drills like that, you know, promote concussions? Or you know, how, how do you think, you know, how, do you think, how does that work? How, what's your perspective on that? I think potentially it could. It's not a gray area. The reason why I say potentially it's good is nobody knows how somebody can be able to take some type of contact like that. The one kid that's on defense, that dude got decleated, man. It like he went head over heels on that. So he not only took the hit, he probably hit his head on the turf as well. Right, right. And so, you know, one thing that, you know, shout out to uh, we, you know, that's, that's the president of Dunkerville uh, Sharks, you know, that's a new sports. You know, and he said that at that age, they should be learning techniques and, you know, focus and getting, you know, and getting involved and learning, you know, competition. They should not be hitting at that level. And to me, showing the poor technique or none thereof, you know what I'm saying? Show that they're not focusing on correct hitting. You know, they're just focusing on, you know, making clips like that, you know, which is seem to me is the new trend. You know, you want to, you know, put your youth sports on, you know, new football team on social media doing a big hit like that. 
and you know you get trending, you, know, you become a trending topic. So I think all of this, you know, they need to take all of this off of social media and have these kids focus on technique. Just like you know, shout out to you, that was, that was a good comment. We gotta find that once we get to the post. But my thing is, is you know, they shouldn't be it. I think they should increase the age of flag football. That's what they should do. I do, cause you know something that I never could understand until. You know, I myself started coaching youth sports and then watching my son be involved in youth contact sports. And I never understood, you know, the whole, you know, I guess it's a seven on seven with the flag. They still have the helmets and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we know a little bit now, medical wise, the impacts concussions as compared to when we play. Because I can tell you right now, top of my head, I know of two concussions I had my senior high school wow. and the one I had in college. And I didn't tell anybody. Wow. I just wow. shook it off like Coach would always tell you. Hit a little smelling sauce. <laughs> keep it rolling. Hey, but the thing is, how do you know when you're concussed? You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's, 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 I don't understand that. You know, like, I guess as a football player, you would know that. You know, but like, and you know, just you speak on seven on seven, and I played basketball. I do a Mike's basketball time. We had a lot of. Three on three, that was Reebok and one. A lot of three on three tournaments. Pizza Hut was sponsoring a lot of three on three tournaments. And that's where you learn techniques. You know, so that's why I feel that, you know, the football needs to hone in on that. Yeah, it's a physical sport. You know, I love to hit. I can watch it a lot, you know, because but I'm gonna tell you one thing. If that was on the Leroy Jones, son, I'd have been fighting that goddamn coach. You know what I mean? We would have had a fight. So we would have we settled it on the field, feel like that. You would have known, you know what, you're going to do that to my kid. We're nothing like that. I don't you know, think I had something similar to this type of drill my very first year of coaching youth sports. Um, it was with the older kids. You know, my son played, you know, on the B team, but it was with the older kids. Um, and one of the coaches, I can. He ain't he and I know friends on social media, so it is what it is. <laughs> this guy here, man, he created this drill. First of all, I didn't see the value of it. Secondly, I always got the perception that probably the last time that dude probably laced up any type of cleats to play some gridiron was probably junior high, and he probably didn't get any playing time. Mm -hmm. He didn't seem like that type of guy. And this drill... <laughs> I had to step in, even though I was a new coach there, I had to step in and say, hey, man, this is not a good drill. What are you trying to accomplish with this drill? Right. And by that time, after I started getting on his butt, the head coach stepped in and finally and agreed that it wasn't a good drill, man. You finna get these kids hurt out here. <laughs> but then a lot of times in these youth sports, these coaches that are in there, they're not really qualified to be teaching youth sports. And they're trying to vicariously live through these kids where they might have failed in youth sports. Can't do that. Right. Preach. <laughs> but some of the comments, you know, some of the people in there, it's 50-50, yeah, man. Let's, let's check out some of the comments. So shout out to Jordan Thomas. He said, you can teach proper techniques without banning the drill. During the game, that's how it would happen. And as a coach, it's your job to prepare players for the game. Don't ban the drill, just coach it properly. Agree. Good point. Uh, Sydney, that was borderline criminal to have kids doing that drill, in my opinion. Wait, borderline criminal? He must be a Cowboys fan. 
<laughs> what they got to do with it? <laughs> hey, man. I always won't take no technique and character. It's all about, you know, you know what I'm saying, the shine of the star. Y'all ain't getting gritty like that, man. <laughs> Osho, boy, bravo. This isn't football. This is adult condoning bullying. See, uh, the Weedy Bird River, a, a Weedy Bird Rivers, at that level, it should be about learning proper technique and teaching discipline. You shouldn't have to go through that at practice. That's the president of uh, Duncanville Sharks. Hey, you know that. Okay, okay. Shout out to you. That's how these football team that response. We back them. And see, and that's the thing. You know, it's like, hey, that's what they should be focusing on right now. You know, they won't be, you know, and that'd be my thing. It's like, why are you showcasing that? You know what I'm saying? Why are you not showcasing the team camaraderie? Like that's that's what's crazy. And that's the stuff that gets attention. So, but yeah, yep. shout out to Edwin. For sure. So and this is the one that got me here, and I agree with it totally. Is uh from Gaston Custer. What gets me is youth coaches are the worst. Listen, they don't do this on higher levels now. Colleges don't even have contact practices as frequently anymore. Why does anyone think that young kids need to get smacked around like this? I'm old school, played on three levels, and I remember drills like this. We've gotten smarter with all the head injuries and stuff now. Teach them how the game is today, not what you think is hard. Most of the youth coaches don't have a clue and are living through these kids. By the way, I'm a former youth football coach and organizational VP. I've had this talk with many coaches that have gotten rid of them if they don't comply. The kids come first, not your ego and thirst for winning to make you look good. Totally agree with that last statement for sure. Agree with all of it, but the last statement sticks. Yeah, I mean that was well put. Hey, hey, hold on, wait, what up? Wait, who that? Wait, who that guy right there? What was that statement? Right here. Yeah. Child abuse. Come on, come on, this is like child abuse. Get out. Get out of here, man. Hey, hey, shout out to my guy Kenrod. What, what, what was his comment? Shit is weak, sensitive ass parents and coaches. <laughs> that's what I do, man. That's going to run it back. All I say, but what do you think about that? Like, what do you think about that? You know, people that say like that is just weak football. Like, you know, like what's going on? It's weak football, but like I had, I, and actually, you got to think some of the stuff that again, some of the stuff we know now, we didn't know back then, so. You can't if 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 shit was still the same and it wasn't made to be advanced, we still be playing with leather helmets. <laughs> we'll still be driving like Flint Flintstone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good point. So at the end of the day, man, you do have to have the kids safe at hand. You know, if me was a parent and I saw my son going through that drill, I'm gonna pull that coach to the side. Say, man, let me holler at you for a minute, man. Let yeah. me know what the purpose of this drill is. He got to explain to me why he thought that drill was a good idea. I'm going to be respectful as long as they've been respectful to me, but I want to know what's the purpose of this drill. See, you better than me. My first thing, fool, you put your, God, you put your son in this goddamn drill? That's how I'm coming right there, period. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming with the laziest time, man. But uh, you got a comment. Shout out to uh, Sis. So, you know, let's see what she got up there. She has, um, it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know what? And again, this goes back. This is probably my that was probably my second year of coaching. And 
We had a situation where we had a kid. He had a head head injury during the game. No lie, either head or neck injury, but I know is they couldn't move him. People were so unprepared that the mom was in a panic mode. Uh, I forgot. I don't know who called the ambulance, but I think the ambulance men have already been out there. But they end up end up not being too serious. But they did take the child over to the fire station to administer, you know, additional um, health health checkups. But the coaching staff was not prepared. The league um, organizers, they seemed like they didn't know what to do. And the sad part about it is it was a kid that was on. He's part of our silo, but he wasn't on my team. So I wasn't even his coach. And my wife and I ended up going over there with the mom and calming her down to make sure she was going to be okay. Wow. So, again, it's all fun and games until somebody gets hurt. Facts. Facts. And, you know, before we take this quick break, let's say, you know, shout out to um, one of you teams out here in Oak Cliff. You know, guys, he was a seven-year-old football team. He was a running back. I mean, this kid can run up and down. Look at, like, Bo Jackson, Walter Payton. You know, they praised this young kid. You know, like, they just force-fed him the ball until he broke his leg. Then he learned the ugly part of football, you know, became on the side. So, you know, definitely, you definitely got to teach these kids, you know, proper techniques, way for longevity. You know, it's not always going to be not all one thing. Come tell you one thing, when I was playing new sports, I used to always go get the colors on the helmet and hit them and make a little pop. Yeah, that wrong pop, get your neck pop. <laughs> but look, we're about to take this quick break. You got anything before we take this quick break? No, man, just having flashbacks, man, of, of working with these kids. Just, I Got to do better, folks. Got to do better. You can't be trying to sit up there and you don't got yourself in some hot water. I don't know who shared it. It was a coach or a parent. Somebody shared it, but trying to get some likes. Now you don't put your name out for the wrong reason. Okay. We got Sports Talk with Friends podcast. We're going to be back with more of the Sports Talk with uh, Sports Chatter show. The Junior Lee Bro. I don't say Lee Bro without the Junior. Coach Lee, sit right back. Hey, what's going on, man? It's cornerback Delvin Bro here from your favorite team, New Orleans Saints. I just want to grade on and give a shout out to STWF Media for allowing me to come on and talk about my testimony, my story, and also talk fantasy football. I just want to say thank you, man, for the honor. I appreciate you, man. Y'all make sure y'all tune in tonight at 7.30 Central Time. Bro Show out. Boom, just like that. Player, player. <laughs> Back in the building, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't keep a, a good man down. You can't keep roaches out the house. You can't keep weed out the lawn. I guess so. And you can't keep, <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep a two dark TV. You back up on the school channel show, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, man, that just, I know we got to move on to the next segment, but, you know, the end of the day, bro. Got to do better. Facts, <laughs> <laughs> facts. Talking about do better, man. We got our movie spotlight of this week. It's the man, the what, the Maritori, where <laughs> the U.S. got to do better, man. It's crazy because it, it seemed like they had the wrong guy. So, <laughs> tell us more about that, man. Tell, tell, tell us a quick bit about this, uh, about our movie spotlight this week. The 
Mauritanian is yours to own now on the digital Blu-ray and DVD. Academy Award winner Jodie Foster, Tahar Rahim, Shailen Woolley, and Academy Award nominee Benedict Cumberbatch star in the Mauritanian. It's a riveting and emotionally compelling true story of courage, survival against all odds, based on the New York Times bestseller, bring home the critically acclaimed film filled with all new exclusive bonus content, including the alternate opening, never before seen deleted scenes, and much more. On the Mediterranean, now on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD. Bravo, bravo, man. Booyah, booyah. Yeah. <laughs> I see it, I see it, I see it. I see. Okay. Okay. But yeah, definitely. You know, so everyone that's tuned in, y'all make sure y'all leave a comment in the section, you know, the comment section, because we're going to do a giveaway every, every week to those that's tuned in. Make sure y'all comment so we'll know that y'all in there. We'll tag, we will tag and reply, let you know that you won. So, man, on to the next one. Like, you know, what we got up next, man? You know, it's we moving and grooving. I like Tuesday, man. What's going on? What we got up next? Next one got one that kind of hit the airwaves, I think, today or late last night. Wilder versus Fury. Don't say that, man. Don't say that. Because, see, (laughs) you know, the conspiracy theorists start jumping out. They're like, oh, Fury, he tampered with the gloves. You know, they won't see it. Get up. Hey. Looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to it. So there was a uh, a ruling made by a arbitrator today um, in regards to Tyson Fury and and Wilder having a three match, the third part of the trilogy. Um, I believe he was due to fight uh, Joshua on in August, but the ruling here says he has to give Wilder a fight. By September the fifteenth, if I'm not mistaken, ah, so okay. that can throw that Joshua fight into limbo. So, man, I don't. How you feeling about the Uncle Leroy Junior? Hey, it's another another time for me to cash in, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> all of you know. This is when I enjoy the whole BLM thing and all these woke people because they're gonna want to go for Tyler, I mean for uh, Dante Wilder, who has absolutely no boxing skills. You know what I'm saying? Like no boxing Ooh. skills. Well, they're gonna he's come for you, boy. They're gonna he's come for you, man. You know what I'm saying? Tyson Fury gonna tear his ass up. The same thing did the first time. You know, so I made a decent amount of money off of this fight. You know, and, oh, you yeah. got motive. You got motive. That's why you said what you said. Yeah, and you see, I'm trying to stir the pot, kick the cage. Look, I'm taking this tennis ball and I'm throwing it in the air. Look, I'm throwing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, yes. I'm talking to you, 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 and all y'all Dante Wilder fans think that uh, Tyson Fury is going to lose this. But honestly, who really wants to see this? Because it really wasn't a good fight. It was a poor album for Dante Wilder. I want to see Tyson Fury and Joshua. No That's what I want to see for the unified belt on bout, man. Exactly. That's going to do something for football. I mean, football. That's going to do something for uh, the sport of boxing. I would rather see uh, Jake Paul fight 
in a wide world. Damn. Man, hey. you show kicking cages tonight, bro. <laughs> I enjoy boxing. I was just telling my daughter, so I was telling my son this. Like, I enjoy the sport of boxing. We were, you know, discussing UFC. And I'm like, I'm a boxing fan. I gravitated to the UFC because the Klitschko brothers was dominating the heavyweight. They didn't have any good fights. But I love boxing, man. And they, this fight does nothing for the sport. Hey, shout out to Dominic Lopez. He's the one that actually posted in the group. Um, who wins, Wilder or Fury? And you know, just like anything else that goes down in a group, get pretty heated. <laughs> yeah, especially because of race. But it's it's, you know, especially because of race, man. I'm telling you, they, they be holding down. You think that they were affected by slavery or something, man. They're like, just read the comments. Let's read it. <laughs> so uh, Jonas Ziegler. Junior says, I'm gonna say water, but I refuse to bet money this time. <laughs> hey, put your money where your mouth is. Don't know. Keep that same spirit from the last time. That same energy. Uh, Dominique fires back. I got water winning by a knockout in the fourth round. The Jack Larkin chimes in. No dice. Water doesn't have the skills to battle for that long haul. If he doesn't get lucky early, he's done. A, he's done against a skilled fighter. I don't know what people, you know, if you was a horse over here, you're a horse over there. If you're the donkey over here, you're the donkey over there. Like, I don't understand why they thinking the outcome will be different. You know, one, one of the posts was, was kind of amusing. It was like, oh, well, you can, how do you say you can't sleep on Wilder because his, uh, his training camp is, you know, I'm impressed with what his training camp is doing. Oh, really? They impressed with his training camp? Yeah, he's comments. It's in there. He got the same camp that got him beat the first, the second time, and almost beat the first time. <laughs> that part, <laughs> that part. That's what I was like. Wow, I'm telling you, like I'll be impressed with some of the creative things that I'll, I'll never say, man. But this is like far beyond. Like it's, it's crazy. Why we gonna stand a chance? And I don't even know why they're even doing this a third. I don't even know why they're doing this a third time. So I see what you said. You pick Fury, like you said on, on the segment. J. Rims, Edwards Jr., Fury and five. Hmm. Joe Mills, Wilder needs more time to learn how to actually box. He's going to get exposed again. <laughs> For the people in the back. Hey, Joe Mills, that's why Fury don't want to fight Joshua because he can actually box. He's not a brawler. Wait, what? So you're talking about Joshua? Yeah. So who was that? That was uh, Vinel Nola Morgan. Oh, okay. So I wasn't going to cap on him, but he got some good seasons. So you got your pass. He's a chef. You got your pass. <laughs> you got to stay on target, man. <laughs> uh, Samuel Ducksworth, Wilder about to knock his ass, to knock out his ass. No tampering with the glove this fight. Fury punches like a girl. Yeah, but he, but if he, even if you hold a piece of paper up for a long time, your arm's gonna, gonna get tired. So <laughs> it don't matter how hard the punch. In all cases, he says, I want to see this again. Water got to learn how to box. That's a lot of people saying, you know, even to your point, he's not able to. He's he's a, he's a former heavyweight champion, and we still we have been saying he got to learn how to box. 
Yes, because he's a bro. Like I'm gonna tell you, what, what my first time out, I seen him box. This was way before the glitz and glam. I didn't know he was, and it was like he fought a dude that really couldn't fight, and all he was doing was just punching out. Like man, this dude can't box. You know, he just fight. And then guess what? Two uh, two months later, he coming up with these big old interests with these tin cans. Like he, he too, he's too theatrical. Period. No, but he a boxer. <laughs> you go back in Tyson, Mike Tyson day. That man came in with some sheep and he had a hoodie on. He came in there to work. He ain't coming in there with no. What, what he had? I don't know, know what he had. He, like he had an Indian suit on. Like I don't know what yeah. why that. Hey, that's why I kind of chuckled. I think was it right before the second Fury fight where he was making comments how he he would have whooped Tyson. Yeah. Not looking like that, you would have. Not talking like that. <laughs> Tyson would have pulled up on him. Yeah, talking reckless. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody doing that to no Tyson back in the days, man. But man, you know what? All good things must come to an end, man. You know, we about to get up out of here. Um, man, any last, what you got, man? Last thing? You know, I got a lot. Well, actually, I got, got a little bit. I know you, you got good. a lot. I'm going to do my part. Hey, shout out to those who joined us um, tonight. Again, like, subscribe, share. Let's continue to grow this thing. Tell your friends and your family about us. Football season will be here before you know it. I'm going to keep hyping it up. Because, yes, I'm a true Cowboy fan. We will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I want this for you today. I knew we were going to talk some Saints. Football, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, man. At the end of the day, who don't want to see their team go? But I know we saw we saw them and said, but as of right now, we all O and O. So get in here, have some fun, find your way in the group. Let's do this bad boy. Just like that, man. I keep that in Just like that. Just like that. Hey, they got a shout out to Lil J, man. Uh, hosting the event. Lil J Donuts and more hosted a Delvin Bro, former uh, New Orleans Saints cornerback book signing on May 28th from 10 a.m. to noon. Definitely look them up. Oh, Leroy might be there. So, don't know who's going to be there, but definitely might have some donuts, good time, good food, and Delvin grows a lot of people. Bring some friends. Definitely give a shout out to them. Look them up. Got to give a shout out to STWF Gaming. Man, got a lot of good stuff going on. Like I said before, we got 25 users in our Mad 21 PlayStation franchise. We got eight users in our Mad 21. Uh, franchise for Xbox. So definitely big things going on with that. Keep us uh, keep keep looking out. We got these tournaments going on, but definitely a shout out to everybody in the group. Thank y'all because you know we power my fans. But uh, man, that was a lot. I'm ready to go. Look. So with that being said, this is your uncle Leroy. I don't say the Leroy without the Junior. Well, that's your go music there for me, Coach Lee. We be out to do the that. But before we do that, I got a question. Oh, I'm gone. Hey, you go, you go down. If you go down there for that book sign, you got to bring some of them on um, banana cream donuts, baby, dog. Hey, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, we appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good night. Check us out. Peace.